And we're back with the man up. <coughs> I felt coming out. I'm so leaving this in. Are you okay? Whatever. Good. Well, we're going go ahead with what? And we're back with the Manipause oh, show. You're start over. I'm man. Bobby. I'm not. I'm not taking it out. That no, was, you don't take it out. That was very raw reality radio, <laughs> and I'm HD. And yeah, it's, is, it's cold and flu season. I'm working really hard. Well, that was what's so funny about that is that wasn't even your taking a puff. I <coughs> was just oh, okay. No. We can stop now. I mean, well, I would like to. Okay, pause for a drink of water so that you. Oh, wait a minute! You've got a lozenge in your mouth. Mm-hmm. You know that. It's going to come through. We're going to hear your little smacking. And there, thank you. Take it out. This is from the uh, the category of best editor. Okay. <laughs> best technical editing on a uh, dramatic comedy reality radio series. Is this what this is like? <laughs> I can't talk. Segment Would is you? about? Because I have no idea what the segment's no. about. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck, Bobby? That's the segment? Yeah. What the fuck, Bobby? No, we were talking earlier oh. today. I thought we were going to have Bobby in this title anymore. We're not. Okay, good. Who said, who said it's you know, about you? You know, I'm sick you? of that guy. Who says it's about you, not. Mr. Narcissist? I hope not. Hey. Because you said Bobby. What I, the fuck, Bobby? I was talking to you. That's why. <laughs> oh. Is, so you're going to tell me what the what the fuck is? Well, we were talking about it earlier. And I've said this now for the past couple of years. I've I've said it to people. Is this an Uber it, rant again? No. <laughs> we talked about this earlier, not even about an hour or two ago. But my my premise is is that I've reached a what the fuck stage in life. Yes. And you and I talked about as as you walked in the door. I, I came over to Bobby's place. He made soup. We were going to do a couple segments. Soup was phenomenal, by the way. Mm. And I'm not saying pho as in P-H-O. <laughs> it was a kale chorizo soup that was just fucking amazing. Thank so, you, thank you. Well done, Bobby. And the thing is, I walked in the door, mm. or he walked in the door, and there was no soup. So he did this. He just knocked this thing out, and he's oh, it's easy. But man, yeah, well, that's, is that, now is that a best soup, or is that a best director there? Which is the difference? Um, I would say best. Best director. Best director. (laughs) Best director in the category of soup. Anyway, as we were, as he was making the soup, we started talking about things that are happening in our life. And I I said that my client had semi-flaked on me. And I said, God, it, it must be me because women are always flaking on me. Clients are flaking, whether it's personal or professional. There's just a lot of flakes out there. Now, the wheelhouse that I play in, we won't yes, talk yes, about yes. it. It is just ripe for flake. Flake worthy. It's very, it's very flake worthy. And so I already factor that in, and I don't care. I even yeah. tell women, I, and I, I'll do a segment on this. Separately. I think you like it. Not only don't you no, care. Uh, well, I like it to a point, and this you like the story too. The, the conversation I had with with one of my gals that's on my my online string yeah. that I've been talking to for a year and a half, and I haven't even met her yet. But we've played online and cam, so I know she's real. But she didn't. She went off the grid for six months, and she came back and she was apologizing for not responding. And I'm like, "Does well, that mean you're not interested?" She goes, "Oh no, not at all. I, I still want to do the fantasy that we've always talked about." And it's just. And it, you've been with her, the scale, not with with no. Oh, I'm, not I with. Said, like okay. I said, I'm okay. Cam, I know she's real. Oh, that's but, right. That's right. That's right. But and I, and the thing is, I'm not waiting around for her. Well, I told her that today that I was. But anyway, I uh, 
it's not like I'm just waiting on bated breath for her to reappear, but I have enough of these where you just go, I go, what the, f I don't, if it works out great, if it doesn't, great. I almost expect the flake factor. So given that too, it, it puts me into what the fuck mode. But I think there's also an age, uh, this, this whole thing of with age comes wisdom and with age cause comes WTF, where you get to a certain stage of life that you just say, I'm just going to be me and I'm going to finish and let you talk because you've always been a proponent of just being who you are. And I think that's part of the what the fuck persona is that you just, it's not that you don't care what people think because I don't want to make that seem like you can be obnoxious and impact other people's lives and things that you do. But you just care. Both describe me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but you carry yourself in a way that it, it just doesn't matter. If one, someone wants to accept you, if someone wants to appear for you, reemerge, not emerge, what the fuck? It doesn't matter. And I really think when you reach that age in life, the sooner you reach it, and by the way, I'm going to bring it back to a relationship thing. I think women dig that in guys. And so that, that, was, the w, that was the WTF, the what the fuck it's it's a it's a confidence. It's a just a it's a it's you know who you are. It's an yeah. it's an authenticity. A perfect word. Yeah. And I, yeah. I will I will bring up something from the front lines about authenticity. But I'm gonna let you talk a little bit because you've always been really good about just saying be who you are and present to the world and let them accept you in that form. And that's a fairly recent development in my life because I I guess I had the what the WTF moment. Um, or a series of them that kept nudging me towards a place where I'm like, I'm good. And my life is good. And I must be okay if I was able to get to my life to where it is right now. And I like my life. And so that is proof for me that I'm okay. And even though for years... If not decades, I've known I can't rely on other people's opinion. I still did. I still lived it. I mean, I'm living it up until this point. We just did a segment about the end of my relationship. And part of that was I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't. Not that I don't want to care about somebody else, but when it continually feels like you're never doing it quite right or, or you feel like the other person is wishes you were different than you were, at least in some ways. I couldn't live with that anymore. Well, and also worrying about what the other person thinks that you right, like. Right, right, exactly. consumed in that. And knowing that no matter how many times I tried, and, you know, specifically not to get into my relationship or my past one, I never could break through. And there's certain areas where I never could get through. And when I would stop to think, can I live with that the rest of my life? The answer was no. WTF. Yeah. So here's the here's the front line. And this this I'm speaking to the guys out there. And I'm going to say the young guys more than the older guys. I think the older guys whether it's conscious or not, we reach this WTF stage just by sheer experience and age and growing up. We we yeah, make sure Yeah, I, I don't think, think no. I, don't, I mean I I'm around a lot of people our age. A lot of people. And I can Maybe tell you're you you're misinterpreting what I just said. Okay. More Older guys have reached the what-the-fuck stage than younger guys. Well, yeah, because they've lived through more. I just said that. But it's, yeah, and I guess... It's exactly what I, I guess said. it's because 
we're spinning it like a positive thing. Some people are like, some guys get to the point of what the fuck, and they they don't care about their well, behavior. You're, you're, now you're they don't care about their looks. They don't care about. I know what you're part. Other people, this. I, and I'm not saying I. I'm that, just explaining why well, I, never, I argue. That's why I argue. I, I never said that there aren't people that reach that stage, or that there aren't different versions of what the fuck. Yeah, I'm just saying of the one that I described. You're going to find that more in older guys than in right. younger guys. Right. Because I want to speak to the younger guys, mm-hmm. and I'm going to talk to you. This is this is a Newport Beach hottie. Your classic. She's probably a little high maintenance and prima donna, but she's. Well, you said Newport Beach. So. I know. But was that was that a uh, redundancy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's not fair, Newport Beach, is it? No, but you but know, there are a lot of those. It draws because it is so well known. It draws a certain type, a certain type people. of younger. And older, older too, but I mean to, to that whole Balboa yeah. Peninsula, that type. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I, we, I mean, you know, again, we keep reminding ourselves that we're both rideshare guys. And I had a passenger, three gals in my back seat, and uh, this one gal was the. How alpha. did you drive from the back what's seat? But I'm bummed. Oh, I wish I could. <laughs> um, what's the alpha, What's the female version of an alpha dog? An alpha kitty? I don't know. You know, the, the one, there's always like yeah. that, the queen. Yeah, the queen bee. Little, Can we say queen bee? The queen bee. Yeah. So she's probably in her 20s, 22, 23. Mm-hmm. Without question, the hottest of the three, although the other two were attractive. But you could just tell she ruled the roost of this pack. Mm-hmm. And they listened to her. And she was 22 going on 32. And, and she's very, very opinionated. But what had happened is we, I picked them up from a house of guys. And the guys were being the typical young douchebags. And they bolted early. And it's funny, the reason why they were there is one of the guys was trying to get this prima donna girl over there. I had been trying to get to know her uh-huh. for yeah. for months or years or something. And she finally acquiesced and said, oh, okay, I'll go hang out with you guys. And, and when and she gets it? there, the guys yeah. are just acting like classic <sighs> D-bags. And so she's talking in the car about, I just can't stand fake, inauthentic people. And she Does gave, she have fake booze, by the way? Oh, no, she actually didn't okay. have any okay. control. She's real skinny. Okay. But, you know, just smoking hot and all yeah, this. Yeah. But she kept talking about, she goes, I just want guys to be who they are. When they start, she goes, I call them chameleon, chameleon con artists? I don't know. It was, she's like, she, she put the word chameleon there, meaning the guys that will say and do whatever they think the girl wants to hear or see them do. And so they're changing and bobbing and weaving based on whatever it is they think will get them too impressed by the girl. And she was saying, I just fucking hate that. If they would just be who they are, whether it's all dick or all dweeb or all cool or whatever it is, just be who you are, be authentic. It's the biggest turnoff for me and guys. And I thought that was pretty, regardless of whether she's high maintenance or prima donna, I don't know her at all. She probably was a little bit of it. But she, she brought up a very good point that I think young guys need to understand and young girls, that that's what they're looking for. Well... Can I offer not an opposing <laughs> viewpoint? Of course, you always do. I know, I know. How um, would you oppose? She because she's assuming that the person is doing it to to get something, oh, and, which is true. Probably a good assumption. Because I have heard this from my ex repeatedly. Them a chameleon, and I'm not being a chameleon because I want her to like me. I mean, I am. I'm trying to adapt to the relationship and as we both know 
men and women are different, and it is hard for the average guy to be in a relationship with the average gal. And then anything beyond the average is even more difficult. So I think, and I'm not speaking for all guys, because I think there are some dicks, but I think the majority probably is, they're just trying to do the best they can to figure it out, how to be in a relationship, even though they're not programmed. Well, well they haven't been talking taught. relationship, but all this was is well, two people. It, well, but it's a relationship. Each other. Well, it's it's still mm-hmm. he's been working on it and working on it and working on it, and then he sabotages himself. Well, I mean, that is classic really guy. You know, it's like he didn't even want to get started. He's like pulling back. Well, I'll give you this. Now, the the reason why they were being chameleon or he was being a chameleon. May have been an insecurity and just being shy and not shy. What's the word? Just uncomfortable and not knowing how to. to and if she's as hot as you right. say, yeah. So some guys just completely blow it by just trying too hard to be whatever it is or something. Or something. Because I, I am. I mean, I am just trying, starting now to just think to myself, I can get a hot woman into bed, but yet I don't think I really. I wasn't living that truth. I'm, I'm hoping I'm trying to live it now, you know, to be actually go after the one that I'm really interested in. But man, and I know you don't like to preach, but I think the same advice hap- is—it's the same advice whether they're doing it because they know they're doing it and trying to impress them, or because they're awkward and and shy and don't know how to handle or uh, act around a woman. And the same advice is, don't try too hard. I, I think if you just who yourself, even if you spill a drink or you trip over yourself or be kind of a little klutzy, I think the the woman, and whether young mm-hmm. or old, appreciates the vulnerability in guys yeah. to just be who they are and, and just laugh at themselves and just be and comfortable guys with themselves. Don't WTF. Be, guys don't know how to be vulnerable. We were not trained. We're not programmed to be vulnerable. Yeah. In fact, we're trained to be the opposite, to be invulnerable right yeah to be the you know the provider you know it's the perfect uh, you know and there are some women out there that that unfortunately will uh what an idiot or something because they do and i don't think you really want that type of woman no no and that's the other thing too yeah yeah but i i i just i like the wtf at least for me getting to that stage in life and that doesn't mean that i'm trying to just completely like you said I don't, I don't, I'm not going to that direction of not caring about my life and just letting it all go to shit. That's right, not right, where I'm right. at. No, no, not at I'm all. I'm just saying I, I am being, and I'm still not there yet. I think Except you're way, the, you're way farther along than I am in uh-huh. terms of being who you are. I still struggle with this. It doesn't always serve me well, but. Well. Ultimately, it I does. think I think it served you better in recent years. Well, I'm broken up now with the girl that I was really crazy about. And the main reason is... is That's a failure. Well, it's not a failure, but it's as a result of me needing to be me. Which is a good thing. It is a good thing. I think there's a positive out of that. You had a great four years. There's nothing... You're not ever going to regret that it's four years. No, no, no. I'm regretting that it's ending. And you're... You've learned from it. She's helped you through to become. I think we both more yeah, of a WTF yeah. guy anyway. Yeah, absolutely, I, exactly. And I think being in a relationship can, you know, if if you can handle it, it's a real good training ground. It's a real good college. 
because <laughs> so you learn things that you'll never learn. I haven't quite enrolled enough in, I guess. <laughs> well, you have relationships. Well, I, there's no question. I learned a lot. I learned more from my nine-year girlfriend relationship than nine-year oh, yeah, yeah. marriage. And that, yeah. and that and with her, as crazy and, and wild as that whole situation was, I she taught me more about how to handle women, how to be in a relationship how by driving you crazy, by give, by, by, poking, by poking the well, bear call, continually. calling out my shit. I mean, she was the first to really call some shit out that nobody had ever said before. And that's another thing that probably a whole different segment. But it's it's sometimes uncomfortable to hear. And probably the first reaction is to bristle. But boy, when you have somebody that completely is bare bones honest with you about stuff that you've never heard before, mm-hmm. it is therapy unpaid therapy <laughs> and it takes a real man to be able to deal with that to accept it and grow with thank it. you yeah, you're welcome <laughs> i'm a real man yeah you are. you are anyway that was my wtf moment uh and i hope that's something that we'll explore further i think both of us in the shit our parents never taught us Things we're talking about I incorporate that, that uh, to a large extent. I don't think our parents taught us about being WTF. No, I mean, and didn't teach us, you know, son. Being a man means being vulnerable and and right. allowing yourself yeah, to all that. You know, we you're right. We weren't taught that, and so that's that's going to go up on our on our board. Our well, and it's going to go into our webinars and it's going to be the it's going to be a foundational for a lot of what I teach about my online play mm-hmm. because the persona that you have online in many ways is very different than in person, but in this way it's very similar in that you just have to present yourself in a in a WTF way. That means also not taking things personal. That's something mm-hmm. that I really yeah. have to grow with and not to be too sensitive as a cancer is very tough for me i know be, it is and not to be sensitive and you have made you know tremendous strides now i got work to do it's nice. anyway and you know what oh more have a guy have somebody in your life preferably you know uh you know a bro that you can do this kind of stuff with that you can work off each other because i think that's really helped You're us talking too to our listeners now. yeah yeah i mean how much has it helped us that we've been able to independent of talking about it on air, be able to work with each yeah, other. It's tough to it's be been great. It's tough to be vulnerable if you don't have somebody to be vulnerable yeah, yeah. to or with. Mm-hmm. So uh, easier said than done. Not everybody out there has it's a goal. A I romance mean, like we do. No, you're right. We are very lucky. <laughs> very but um, we made but it, made it happen. But you know, hey, and, and also be be cool with starting one. Yeah. At whatever age. I mean, you and I met at a very late year, late year in life. I know, I know. Oh, I know. Cool. All right. You know, that's nursing homes are a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to. I fought it for many years, but I never would have met you if I didn't go into that. Yeah. Oh, that was a psych ward. I'm sorry. He <laughs> asked to borrow right. my bedpan. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh... You could have cleaned it first. <laughs> that's some sick shit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> inside joke. All right, we done. Yeah, we done. Bye, bye.